Hi, this is Jamin. You're listening to the Happy Market Research Podcast. The next set of episodes are conversations I had at this year's Corporate Researchers Conference, or CRC. This is put on by the Insights Association in Orlando, Florida. I had quite a few interesting conversations highlighting specific companies that exhibited this year, as well as a couple of speakers, Wells Fargo, IBM, etc. I hope you have a really good rest of your day and enjoy these short episodes. Hi, this is Jamin. You're listening to the Happy Market Research Podcast. My guest today is Nara Musalam, PhD and co-founder of SiteX, one of my absolute favorite companies in the industry right now. Welcome to the Happy Market Research Podcast. Thank you for having me and thanks for the shout out. Yeah, of course. Well, I mean, thanks for creating technology that's adding a ton of value to the market research space. Tell us a little bit about SiteX. Yes, so Cytex came about to solve for the problem that many in this space feel, experience, and that is one for the fragmentation. The idea that you have to rely on multiple tools to be able to go from collection to cleaning to formatting to restructuring to uploading into another platform, we thought we can do a little bit better by streamlining the process one. So it is a technology that fits for the needs of 2019, one, and to also solve for the issue of expertise. Uh, The world that we live in really expect everybody nowadays in the space to be experts in what they're doing Uh, to get it right, to get it deep, to get it fast with massive amount of, um, of data. And so how do you do that? Like, how do you, how do you um, deliver better, faster, deeper um, with, uh, uh, with outdated technology? So we had to um, we, we said we're going to just develop a technology that enables people to deliver on these expectations. I think that there's so a couple points as I separated out, right? One is the disparate number of tools that are required in order to do a research project. Right. Um, on a qualitative basis, it, there's approximately six to eight tools that are used just to recruit people. It's really funny between Excel, anyway, so it's a different topic, yeah. but the, my point is that it's, well, Stacy Walker, head of insights for Adobe, told me, I'm sick of all the tools. I don't want to hear about another new tool. <laughs> which is really, I, I get, which is I get. really interesting, right? Yes. So like the, the ability to be able to consolidate your work into a single platform means that you're getting consistent data structures, consistent ways of interacting with that data, analyzing that data. It should tr- create a tremendous amount of uh, velocity improvement. Yeah, I, I fully agree and, and, and sympathize with the sentiment of one more, of not wanting to see one more tool. Like, look, I, I always tell um, people, like, nowadays we have so many options, right? It's about more about how are you experiencing it and how are you getting there? So to even take it out of market research and say, you know, you want to go from New York to California. Do you want to ride on a bus or do you want to take 
a helicopter that is waiting outside of your home right? Like that, like for me, these are like the analogies, like these are the, the trade-offs and, and these are like the, like the solutions, quite frankly, like that we have to continuously and think about how, how do we do better? How do we make it a better experience? How do we get people there faster without compromising? And that's really, really important without compromising on, on, the, on the depth. So you have a PhD. What's a PhD in? Um, statistics and psychology. Okay, that's I mean that's like the perfect intersection for consumer insights, isn't it? Uh, you can argue so. You can argue so. Uh, I think you know. I, I think about what we're doing. I actually think in our lifetime um, we're gonna see a revolution in education. I don't think it's gonna. Like PhDs don't scale. It's a great, it's a great degree I've gotten. If anything, I would say like the value out of it was um, setting me up to be open to learn and learn fast and figure it out. Now I don't think we would have the the model of of doing that for five to seven years. I think is gonna change. Mm. I think it's gonna change and I don't think it scales. So like the more we can scale expertise and PhDs, I think like this is where we succeed as a society. I love that. I yeah. think that's that's so so powerful. And you're right that like while the, the PhD or the educational component doesn't necessarily scale, the application of the knowledge, right, and and then uh, into technology that does scale, which um, is, I think, one of the things I really like about Cytex. So on a practical basis, the type of projects that you're doing are um, quantitative, right? So it's survey-based. Can you give us an example of what a, like a soup to nuts project looks like? Like what would a user use you for? Yes, yeah, so our users tend to be from different industries, CBG, media and entertainment and everything, tech, everything in between. And the type of projects they run um, could, for example, they range, obviously, and it could be around trying to understand their consumers, segment them, right? And this is what we typically, what, what Cytex enables them to do. So you, you collect the data and let's say you have 30 questions and now you're going to start segmenting. So you can go, the, the users can go the traditional way of saying, I want to segment this demographic group, I would like to add this age group and, and then see what the results look like. And the user is able to do that with with few clicks and, and so you're taking a process that could take hours or days and, and you're bringing it down to 30 seconds. And then the user can start experimenting with this area of unsupervised learning. So without having to have a PhD in statistics, what they could do is then click on this button that says run segmentation for me that is not based on any assumptions of how I should segment the audience. And what happens is actually pretty cool because now you have accessibility, you have the time and accessibility to do it, then the user clicks on, on this one button and says segment without any assumptions. And what happens is one of two things. Sometimes 
the unsupervised segmentation aligns with the segments that the business leader intuitively thought of. And sometimes you end up with completely different personas. And that opens up like awesome conversation among Consumer Insights team to say, okay, how, how come we ended up with a little bit of different segmentation we didn't think about? Yeah, and so yeah. The, when you do, I've done a little bit of segmentation work um, and the, you know, the, it's always, I call it one part art, two part science. Yeah. So like there, you're always moving things around a little bit because what this, the histogram or however it is that you're, you know, getting there, what it's really helping you do is frame the discussion for who the persona is. Yep. Right. And so by creating, uh, by one being able, your platform, identifying the optimal uh, or set of optimal um, statistical tools to segment or come up with your segments, um, that's really powerful. But then, like, how how are your users leveraging that um, if they don't have the statistical knowledge? Is the information displayed in a way that a non-statistician would be able to understand and process and, yes, and interact with? exactly. So we built the tool in such a way that somebody who doesn't have any background in statistics or analytics can actually understand it. Hmm. And so, um, and this was something really important for us to do and invest in, um, of making sure that whatever we do on the platform is doesn't matter how complex the analytics part of it is accessible to uh, whoever is using it. Yeah. Are you coming, are you like in that process saying, okay, I want a five factor solution or, you know what I mean? Is it that six, three, that kind of a thing? Yes. We even adjusted the language. And so factor typically uh, statisticians start uh, associating it. Are we doing latent analysis, factor analysis? Right, what exactly. are we doing yep. here? And we even wanted to adjust the language in the sense to say, um, uh, just pick personas. And so the user actually says, I would like to create five personas. Hmm. Um, I would like to create seven personas. I would like to create three personas. And, and, and then it runs the... Um, the unsupervised learning and, and, and creates them. Yeah. All right. So, um, you last thing on a personal note, you are a mountain climber. I am. And you climb mountains. What is your favorite mountain climbing story? My favorite mountain um, story is probably with my co-founder, uh, Tim Lawton. And so before starting our company, uh, we went to climb Denali together. And uh, the first time uh, we were part of a group and we didn't make it to the summit and we um, uh, came down and then decided to go back up two weeks later and climb it again. And on the mountain, a lot of stories took place um, but probably one of my favorite during that climb was when we were deciding on a on on a summit day whether we're gonna push to the summit or not because of weather conditions and so Tim and I have all of these conversations around whether we should play it by ear and 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 what and so do we do we collect the data 
live or do we make a decision prior to that and then and then decide to push um, and so we have like this debate and 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 it's like we need to decide what is going to be the turning point and I was more um, on the side of like let's just like watch and see what happens but funny enough so we decided there's going to be a window we we go on the mountain and, and then there is a blizzard. And so we decide it's it's bad. So we need to turn, we're like, Denali is not happening for us, I guess. And so we we started going down the mountain for, for three hours and suddenly there is sun. And so we stop and Tim goes, um, the guy who's all about um, uh, making, it was all about making decision prior um, and says, I think we should wait and watch what happens and then like go back decide if we were going back up long story short we go back up um, decide to turn back and an eight hour climb ended up being for us 21 hour climb because on oh the way goodness. we also had an accident and so um, it was a tough day but we made it to 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 the summit um and i and i share that as as one of my favorite story because it was failing and failing and failing and failing but then it's still and debating and arguing um different personalities bringing different point of view but at the end of the day it it made us um the reason we made the summit because we were so different in our approaches to it I love that. And you're right. Yin and yang. And then if that exists in a spirit of cooperation and respect, then you're able to actually find a more complete point of view or truth uh, on what you should do. So congratulations on Thank finding you. a very good co-founder. He's a great, fantastic co-founder. Great story. Everybody else. Oh, so if someone wants to get in contact with you. Um, if somebody wants to contact me, they can either email me um, at naira at cytex.io uh, or they can just reach us on our website, go to cytex.io and there's contact um, button there and, and that way they can get in touch. Perfect. And of course, we'll include that information in the show notes. Thank you so much for your time today. Enjoy the rest of the show. Thank you for having me, Jimmy.